where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. In this episode of the Woman at the Well Ministries podcast, join Kim Miller and Erica Close in a conversation as we walk with Jesus. In today's conversation, we close out a series of podcasts on the topic of God's command to fear not. Today, we focus on God's companionship in our trials. Hello, I'm Kim Miller of Woman at the Well Ministries, and I'm sitting alongside Erica Close. Hello, everyone. And we are so excited that you have chosen to spend these next few moments with us as we are concluding our series on Fear Not. And it is so comforting to know that we are never alone. Amen. And so in the good times, the bad times, and all the times in between, the Lord is with us, and the Lord is guiding us, and he's leading us. Usually for me, the catch is I'm not listening or I'm not following what he has to say when I find myself in some situations. But there are just situations that happen in our life that just because we are here are our trials. And I am so glad that I don't walk alone and that the Lord himself is with me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, not having to walk alone, I think is one of, one of the greatest gifts, right? Of this Christian life. And I love that the Bible in so many ways talks to us about the fact that we don't walk alone and that we have him with us no matter what is going on. Um, what, no matter what's going on in our lives. I know that, um, so often we just feel like we're all alone. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that is one of the biggest tricks the devil plays on us. I believe he wants to pull us aside and get us alone. Then he gets us alone, and then he tells us a bunch of lies, and he hurts us, and we're defeated. And then we are no longer that strong warrior for Christ that can fight and bring others into the kingdom. We become this person that is frail, but it's because we have taken our eyes off of the truth and we have believed the lies of the devil. You know, a few uh, podcasts ago, we talked about Elisha and how he could see the, the host of God's army that was with him, but his servant could not. And I think when you talk about, you know, how one of the greatest tools of the devil is to make us feel that we are alone, I think the devil tries to have us not to see the presence of God around us. 
not to see, you know, God himself that's around us, not to see um, the Christians that are around us and, and would be supporting us or in fellowship with us. And it doesn't mean that God is not with us. It just means that we cannot see. And I think that the devil tries to do that all the time. And if we're not careful, we will allow him to do so. And oftentimes the reason we cannot see is because we're not seeking him. And we're not in the place that we need to be. But First John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we can immediately be put back in right standing. There are consequences for our sin and ramifications for our sins, but he forgives us of them. But I think what happens is, is the devil gets us away from the word. And we are choosing that, but he puts so many things. I think busyness is his biggest tool. He gets you so busy that you feel like you don't have time to pray, or he gets you so busy that you feel like you don't have time to study his word, and then you get weaker and weaker and weaker. And we know that that God is always with us, and he's always pleading, and he's always pulling, but we have to accept that and acknowledge that and honor that. But Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5 says, let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as you have, for he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. And that, that verse is packed with a whole bunch of stuff, but the reality of it is, is in, in our situation, where we're talking about how the, the devil will sort of make you feel isolated and pull you away from the people, he cannot separate you from the love of God. We are, we are told that in Romans chapter 8. And we can, he cannot um, separate you from the presence of God. He can make you where you're not acknowledging God. He can make it to where you don't feel or see or hear him because you're ignoring God because you have got your eyes on him, but God is always there. And I think as Christians, it's very important that we remember that because I believe that when God, when the devil works, he's subtle. He walketh about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, but his tactics are often very subtle. It's like he lies in wait. I mean, he didn't pounce on Eve in the beginning. He started talking to her, and Eve lingered with him. And she gave him stage, and she gave him her mind, and she gave him uh, time in front of her, and she started just hanging out with him. And over time, he pulled her away and led her into the way of deception. And I think he does that with us. And sometimes I think it's busyness, but I, sometimes I think that busyness results in we don't have time to pray, we don't have time to... Uh, read the word of God, but like you so eloquently spoke about earlier, he pulls us away from the understanding that we have Christian friends who can help us. So I think he takes us away from church because church is a place where we gather with like-minded people and we are able to celebrate the blessings of God as people give their testimonies and their witness of what God has done. And what he's done for others gives us hope because he's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore, and no respecter of persons. So what he's done for someone else, he'll do for me. And so I believe that as we talk about his companionship in trial, his companionship is constant, but we need to be disciplined and intentionally and purposely seek him. Mm -hmm. 
Because I think, you know, if you, if we jump back to your Hebrews 13, five verse, you know, that verse is let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as he have. And I love that verse because it's saying, you know, don't covet other things. Don't go looking for other things to satisfy because it says be content with such things as he have. And then that verse quickly goes into that, you know, powerful phrase for he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. The thing that you have is him. Amen. You're not, it's not that you have to go out and covet other things because what you have is everything. And that's the tool of the devil, right? To make you see the world and want other things and think that what you have is not sufficient or you, what you have is not enough. And you remember in Mark eight thirty six, it says, for what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And that's a trick of the devil, always making you unsatisfied because you know what? God is enough and you are enough in God. You're more than enough. And I think the trick of the devil is just to try to get you out, you know, along away from God and and just get you alone and start beating up on you. And we see that in the animal kingdom. I mean, if if some, you know, you see those animals that are packing in herds and looking for food and hunting, they get that person, that one little animal over to itself and he's he's a gone sucker he's he's (laughs) he's done in i mean so we we are meant and created um to to be in community and it's our community that will also strengthen our faith just like you were talking about with that i also love in isaiah chapter 43 verses 1 through 2 uh, where he says, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee. So in other words, God knows all about you. He created you. He has formed you. He's been working with you. He's taking care of you. He's got his eyes on you. He says, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. When, when you've been in trouble and you needed me, I have been there for you. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art now that verse since chills up my spine the king of kings and the lord of lords who died for me he didn't just finish that it's not just fire insurance he's calling me by name he's he's claiming me as his and then he opens up with verse two with he says when thou passest through the waters what i will be with thee and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Regardless of what this world may throw at you, regardless of what trial you may be walking through, he is there and he will make you an overcomer because he, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And it's going to happen I mean, we, we read these, this verse really carefully, right? It says, when. It doesn't say if. It doesn't say if you pass through waters or if you pass through fire. It says when. Because the reality is we live in this fallen world. That's the reality. But a greater reality is that he will be with us. 
He will be with us in the water. He will be with us in the fire. And the water and the fire will not have the effect on us that they're going to have on someone else that doesn't have God with them. Amen. He says, you know, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee, right? It's not going to be the same. It doesn't mean we are immune to the realities of living in this world, but there are reality of living in this world is different than one who does not have the ability to call on the name of Jesus for their help. The our facts of what happens to us in this world are different, right? And that's the evidence that builds our faith, that we know that we went through such and such trial, but what we experienced was different because we had the presence of God with us as we walked through that trial. Amen. I love it that we have concluded our fear nots on his companionship in trial and in all ways and realizing that we as Christians, we have a hope and we need to live a life that exhibits that hope. Our hope is Jesus Christ and there is none greater and there's none bigger and there's none better. And the Bible says, you know, what, what can man do unto me? The Lord is on my side. What can man do unto me? And I think we as Christians need to, to live that. And that's, you know, when it, uh, I think it's Psalms 118.6. The Lord is on my side. What can man do unto me? I shall not fear, right? Yes. What it, the Lord is on my side. I shall not fear. What can man, man do, do unto me? me? And that is what I want to live, leave our people. I want to live that. But I want to leave, leave our people with that thought. That when the fear comes... It has no place because perfect love casts out all fear. Amen. And God loves us perfectly. Amen. And so Psalms 118.6 is, is our verse to conclude our fear nots. And that is, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? It has been wonderful spending this time walking through the scriptures and having conversations as we walk with Jesus through the scriptures on the fear knots. And we're just excited that you have joined us on this journey. We pray that you know that you are loved and that you remember that you are loved and that Jesus loves you. Until we are together again, may God keep you and bless you. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Women at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. Greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved.
Happy girl.